Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Lynn Schrader, and it is so good to have you with uh, me this morning and the rest of our team. We've got a whole bunch of our staff that's on the call this morning uh, as as well. So uh, happy Friday, October 13th, and happy fall. I'm sure feeling it in the air. I think you guys hopefully are too. Um, yeah, so thinking about what's going on in our world today, um, I really thought maybe it would be appropriate that we just kind of have a little moment of silence uh, for what's happening in the Middle East. And uh, gosh, um, it just is so sad. And I know sometimes you just want to turn the news off so you don't have to hear about it. And um, But yeah, I'm going to just ask us to pause just for a moment here um, and think of the folks over there and those who are suffering. Thank you, guys. Um, and just statistically, um, and, and what I heard on the news last night, uh, is just be safe today. And, and maybe we're okay in Iowa. Uh, maybe it's our larger cities. Um, but uh, it was quoted that a day of jihad was called for today. And um, you can look that up and what you think that means. Uh, I know for me, it would just mean just be cautious. We're going to carry on our, our lives like we do. Um, but these are the facts of what happened, right, um, of the that, – that's just – it's shocking uh, what's happening right now, you guys, right? And so I just felt like it was important that we documented it today and at least, you know, had, had a comment about it and, and just be prayerful about what's happening. This impacts the whole world for sure. And our um, reaction and response obviously is, is critical as well. And we'll talk about something right at the end of the call today in terms of our federal government. Um, that obviously is impacting this as well. So look at that, you know, over, you know, almost, what, 3,000, almost 3,000 people have been killed. And we know there's there's hostages. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of wounded. So anyway, thank you for just keeping um, keeping Israel in your prayers, but but all, all innocent victims in the Middle East, for sure. So thank you for that. Whew, okay, We'll jump in. It's October, and I don't know about you, and why do I think about beer when I think of October? I'm not sure, um, but uh, I just chuckle because um, Oktoberfest, and it's October, and you know we can think Halloween and pumpkin themes and all that good stuff as well. So anyway, just uh, I hope you have a great October. Here we are, and so let's jump right into it with our announcements. We'll go through our market updates, uh, and then talk about some things at the state and federal level right at the end, and take your questions, of course. So um, our next monthly market update, by the way, will be Friday, November 10th. Uh, it's usually the second Friday of the month. I do have to pull that up in December. So our December one will be the first Friday of the month in December. So um, yeah, just uh, make sure you get registered if you haven't already. And also don't forget the podcast. You can get these recordings to go. Uh, and then our marketing Mondays, they've been jam-packed. Um, I hope you've been able to join us. If not, don't forget, those are all recorded as well out on the KHI agent portal. We try to get all the carrier updates for 2024 in all three markets we serve, um, all jam-packed in. So you'll see we're doubling up on some episodes on our Mondays. And again, if those aren't good times for you, please uh, listen to the recording if that's a product that you sell and need to get those benefit updates. So I'll just go through. We've got the group updates now we're really focusing on. It sounds like, and Kaylee's uh, so helpful, and, and as well as Nakia and team with getting all of our uh, group folks done. I think our individual ones are all done. So we've got the Health Partners Unity Point Health coming up on Monday. You're going to want to 
jump on that one or make sure you catch that recording. Uh, Medical Associates then uh, updates uh, on the 23rd and then Connectify HR updates on the PEO. And I think, again, all these are really worthy to just pop on. A lot of them don't even take an hour. They're giving you what the updates are. They know this is a really busy time. Uh, But wrapping it up with all state benefits, in 2024 on the group side, as well as Trustmark. Um, Those are the level funded products uh, that we support you guys with, all right? So uh, always give us your feedback. If there's something we're missing, let us know, but we're trying to hit them all for you guys. All right, you know, when we know um, the Grow Your Business, and I'm always excited, uh, Erica pulls these reports for us. Thank you so much, Erica, and then Kaylee makes it pretty for me. Uh, so I do want to read these names and acknowledge you guys. We're getting to the end of the year, and Dean has been on the top for most of the year, I have to say. Um, and so congrats to Dean Zelly, followed real closely by Jen Vermeer, Tracy Hitchcock, Bill Moffat, Anna Marie Morrow, Lindsay Trueblood, Peggy Lensing, Marty Berger, Chad McMullen, Brian Thompson, Cindy Vandenberg, Lindsay Redmond, Jody Suddy, Mark Ebling, Danette Lind, Brenda Ludwig, Justin Moaning, Jeff Mark, Stephanie Schnell, Cassie Rothmeyer, Melissa Gomez, Scott Schroeder, Frank Olson, Jenny Borwig, and Mark Harris. Congratulations, you guys. And it's not too late. If your name's not on there, if you've been on there throughout the year, uh, as you know, this is measuring growing your business uh, January 1 through January 1. And we're just, you know, this is why KHI is successful because you guys are successful. So just a huge shout out to you guys. And of course, we're here for anything we can do to help you um, get on the board for this. And so congrats. And I wanted to read the names, especially for those listening via podcast later. <laughs> uh, they'll be able to hear all the names. So there you go. Um, and then it is April 5th. I know it's a little bit later this year. I think one of you already said you will not be here for that. <laughs> I know that's a little bit late, um, but that was what we have to work with with Glen Oaks. Uh, it's uh, As you guys know, if you've been there, a pretty fun event. And let's pray I'm not sick this year because I missed it last year. And it was just that was a killer for me because I this is I, I love this event. So um, hopefully we'll look forward to seeing everybody that's um, that's qualified on April 5th. And then we did announce this during fall training that we are um, rolling out some new toll free numbers. They're 888 numbers, uh, but very similar to 800 numbers, of course. And we wanted to give you direct access into service, especially during fourth quarter. So these will run year round, but especially during fourth quarter. So we've got folks logged in to take those calls so you get a live person. If we're all on the phone with with another agent, it'll be queued up and giving you the option to either leave a message or stay on hold. Um, And that message will pop up periodically. And then as soon as that message is left, it pops into our email box that's staffed by our team as well. So we'll get you taken care of. The goal is uh, to get to you as quickly as possible, catch you live um, if we can. We call it one and done. We take the call and we get you resolved. Um, so we know that it's critical for timeliness during fourth quarter. You'll notice it's split out by individual service and group service. So um, also that goes really hand in hand with an updated staff directory. I did attach it in the handouts. I think Kaylee had noted on there. Uh, you can certainly download it from our agent portal. She had talked about emailing it out afterwards. I, I think that's not a bad idea, Kaylee, if you want to still do that. But I wanted to also give it uh, accessible on the handouts to have somebody be able to pull that pull that down. So you'll notice we did populate the group numbers and the individual numbers, those service numbers are highlighted there in gold. Uh, and so take a look at that. Um, let's see. And I just got some feedback here from Cassie saying, yep, the service numbers have been a great addition, very much appreciated. Thanks for that feedback, Cassie. 
And you guys, anytime, if you have other, any other feedback, you want to just type it in the question box there. I appreciate it. Um, we're trying to do what we can to make sure we just eliminate bottlenecks, get you uh, to the people that can help you quickest um, instead of trying to track somebody down. We know we're all going to be busy and on phone, so we're just going to this good. I'm hoping <laughs> keep using it, you guys, and give us your feedback. So, um, and don't forget too about the designated email addresses. I know the reason that we use those guys is because um, if somebody does have like out sick or they're out with a sick child um, or they're on the phone and you want to get something, multiple people staff these designated uh, KHI email addresses. So we've got multiple eyeballs looking at them to uh, to get you taken care of. All right. Uh, next we have, click over here, another reminder, and this was rolled out in fall training, uh, if you were there, uh, that the Wellmark primary care physician requirements will be happening on all HMO plans, and this is for all markets. So um, it isn't just the individual or isn't just group. It's really um, anytime you're selling an HMO product, that's the WIPI, Wellmark Health Plan of Iowa, but when you're selling an HMO product, just know that they're really driving all members to designate a primary care physician. And there's all reasons why there's a great, um, well, they, they went over the slides on it in training about, you know, how it saves money and it really helps develop that relationship, blah, blah, blah. So it's all good. Um, but notice it's the burden's not on you to collect it. The burden's not on the employer to have, you know, get it designated. It really is on the member. And they really are driving people to use the member portal. Um, I have Wellmark uh, here at KHI, and I have the, the app. It's super simple to get in and look at stuff on there. So anyway, hopefully we're driving everybody. And, you know, good heads up. Make sure you have that how to use, you know, the Wellmark app. There's, a, I'm sure, a flyer for that. <laughs> you know, put those in the in the employee packets if you want. So uh, let's keep driving that. Look, if they don't select one, it'll be automatically assigned based on who they go to if they go to a PCP. Um, and a reminder, if that main PCP is not available, as long as they're in that location, um, they'll be assigned then another PCP in that same practice. They can go to them and, and that'll suffice for that lower cost share. That's the other thing. It's a lower cost share for that PCP visit if you see your designated PCP. If you don't see one and you haven't designated one, then they'll assign you one by zip code. Um, and there's timeframes on this. It really starts to kick in after March 31st. They're going to start doing some automatic assigning. So it, we give people here some time to get out there and get it assigned. All right. Uh, speaking of fall training, the materials are all available now on Producer Connection. Goodness sakes, I thought these were pretty good statistics. Check it out, right? They did start during the last days of August and ramped up in the month of September, of course, covering Iowa and South Dakota. Check it out. The agency relationship managers delivered 57 sessions, three hours long, instructor-led. And this is, I've done it. It's grueling. <laughs> uh, so hats off to all the, the Wellmark folks that conducted those sessions because um, I thought Marty did a really good job. It's a lot of information. So um, if you missed the fall training, you guys, um, certainly check out the producer connection and um, the information out there. So, And also there were those virtual sessions, so that was good too. All right, here's jumping over to employer group updates. Here's our question of the month, and this is a little bit tongue-in-cheek. Uh, the Wellmark renewals for January 1 out, and are they correct? I was chatting with Nakia just this morning, and she's like, yeah, most of them are out. <laughs> we think they're correct. I believe this is the third time. Uh, this is so frustrating, right? We call this just stupid rework. <laughs> so um, we apologize on behalf of Wellmark. 
don't know what all their internal issues were with the renewals, but we think we're close this time. Uh, just uh, work, obviously, with your benefit consultant, Nakia, Tricia, Allison, who are working really hard, as well as thanks to all the staff in our office. I'm sure uh, Sarah and, and Jessica, and we've got staff that are really um, working to get those renewals uh, pulled, saved, and then sent out. So, uh, goodness sakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So, due dates. Hey, today, Friday the 13th, these are the renewals for new business. Um, for Wellmark, uh, today is for a November 1 effective date. I know you guys know this, but it is. So uh, just please get your information. If you've got something coming and you're waiting on it, hopefully your, your uh, benefit consultant at KHI knows uh, what, what's happening. So make sure we're in the loop on that so we can get you everything taken care of for the client by the end of business today. And then the renewals, of course, for Wellmark are Friday, October 20th. So a week from today, you've got some time on your November 1 renewals. And then AORs, don't forget, by the 10th of the month. So um, we, we still have AOR activity going on, you guys. And it's there is some low-hanging fruit out there, you guys. You know, if there's a group you've always wondered about, if I know we're busy, and this isn't the time that you generally want to go hunting for AORs, but guess what? When agents aren't being responsive, this is the time where that small group is going, Who's, where's my agent? Or, I, I think I just got something in the mail from Wellmark. <laughs> this could be a great time to reach out to some small business and go, hey, I've always wanted to talk to you. Didn't know if you, if you had a good relationship with your current agent. How are things going? Uh, because right now they'll know if they're getting taken care of. I hear it every time, you guys. I talk to you. I talk to agents out in the field and they're like, I can't believe it. These people do not know who their agent is. I cannot imagine. All right. So United Healthcare, of course, today for new and renewals for United Healthcare is due today as well. And for Health Partners Unity Point Health, they do give us uh, for new and renewals out until next Friday. So there you are on the due dates. And then, of course, our friends at Delta Dental, everything due by the 10th of the month for a, a prior November 1 effective date. So um, you've got a little bit of time to get those ducks in a row with Delta Dental. You've got time. All right, this was a, a beat the dead horse, but I just the final, final uh, reminder here that your um, the annual Medicare eligible, this is the annual disclosures that need to be sent out to those that are Medicare eligible on employer groups, must be sent out to those folks by October 15th. And you guys know why this is important, right? This date is, there's, there's, there's no magic here uh, because the annual election period for Part D plans and other Medicare coverage uh, starts October 15th, right, for enrollment. So you have these notices have to be sent out so people know, do I have credible coverage or not on my drug plan with my employer group? Uh, and then, of course, the employer has to send a disclosure, and that's a little bit different. They have to send it 60 days from the beginning of their plan year start date. So there's another little piece that the employer has to do, okay? So we did reach out to you guys. Hopefully, it's all buttoned up. But just another, you guys, it's another way to talk to an employer group and, and raise that, what I call the FUD factor, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Are they getting what they should be getting from their current agent? Make sure they're doing this for them, right? Okay. Uh, other Wellmark new forms. Uh, so kind of take a look here for non-ACA and ACA markets. We do have them out on our KHI agent website. Thank you. Uh, we've got a team of you. I know Tricia runs point on that. So shout out to Tricia. Thank you so much for keeping those updated and making sure that uh, that we get everything uh, current on our website for you guys. Uh, notice that the small group non-ACA market and the 51 to 100 market, here are the N numbers. 
Um, some of them are M as in Mary, some are N as in Nancy. So uh, here you go, take a look and you can certainly do a quick search on the, on the marketing toolkit for Wellmark or out on our website, whatever you find easiest. And again, if you have trouble, just reach out to one of our staff. But there you go. These are some of the important applications and forms that you're going to need. And then there's more to come. So um, hang on. The ID cards. And this was just a great reminder because your groups ask you, am I going to get a new ID card? So I don't know if you want to just take a picture of this or do a print screen of this of this uh, page. But make sure that they know they're going to get a new ID card when a group renews if one of these four things happens. Right. So if they change to a plan that has a different copay amount. If they change to a different network, of course, PPO to HMO or vice versa, right, or even POS, I mean, anytime you're changing a network, if you're moving from a traditional copay plan, right, that traditional plan to a qualified high deductible plan, which allows you to put money into an HSA account, that would trigger uh, new ID cards or contract type changes going from single to family or family to single, right? So those are the key things that that would trigger a new ID card to be issued, they're saying here, if the only change is a coverage code change, right? Sometimes you'll have a coverage code change, but no other impact, it will not trigger a new ID card. So I hope that helps to answer the question there. Again, if you have questions, uh, our staff is ready to, to help you through that on a specific case. Um, here's the small group enrollment materials. Now, a lot of this we went over in fall training. We had some of the resource guides in your packet that were drafts. We had some of them that we didn't have extra copies on. And um, some of those then, we've got the M numbers here for those, uh, for the like health plan portfolio. Um, some of those, it's funny, some of those are available for the client to have, and some are just for you to use to help this decipher, uh, right? And maybe even use uh, as you might show an employer group what you want. But there's a handout that's specifically for the group and then the one for you guys. So um, take a look there. You'll see, notice that the health plan resource guide, that, that first one there, a resource guide for Iowa businesses, right? So that's really the one that will be client facing. Um, and so anyway, uh, take a look at some of those. Um, and again, we're here to help. Uh, here's the mid-sized group enrollment materials. There's some of the M numbers for that. This is the 51 to 100 market. Again, some are client facing, some are really meant for to be a tool for you uh, to be able to guide your clients. And of course, all this stuff can be downloaded. Um, we should have most of this on our website uh, as well. And Tricia can correct me on that. But usually this is the stuff we like to get it out on our site for you so you don't have to navigate uh, the marketing toolkit. Okay, jumping over to the Medicare market. Um, of course, hopefully you've completed your AHIP certification. Uh, AHIP starts on Sunday. And uh, so I don't know how many of you are actually working on Sunday, but uh, I think a lot of folks are, are gonna wait until Monday the 16th to start getting with their clients, but make sure you've got all the carrier certifications. You've got time, you guys, you just can't talk about well, you can probably talk about them, but you, you really can't enroll anybody in a product until you're certified. So you've got time. Maybe this weekend you'll spend some time getting some of your certs uh, all buttoned up. Uh, but you do have, uh, if you're making commissions on these, you, you've got time to get it done. If you're not going to write any more new, but you still want to get paid on it, you got you do have until really the end of the year um, in, with most carriers. So, but but 
just get them done sooner than later because some are getting funny about how quickly you get your certifications done. Um, we've got a great page. I've shown you that before to help you with all your carrier certs and all the links are out on our website. So check out KHI Agents. And then um, here's again, it's a reminder that AEP starts Sunday slash Monday. And this is just, the reminder is the individual service team does not submit the agent PDP or MAPD applications due to time constraints. So we won't submit those. Um, if you, it, it, it does not what they're saying here though, and one of my team can step in if, I, if I'm not saying this correctly, but um, this does not affect Medicare supplement or Delta dental applications, meaning, right, you can continue to send those in. I think that's what that's saying. <laughs> and that you can, you can send us a copy of the completed PDP or MAPD enrollments for our records uh, if you'd like to. What we end up doing, so we load all this stuff in the system, is a lot of times then pulling reports from the carrier of what's been, and then we have to uh, enter those into our database. So I'll pause just for a moment to see if somebody from my team wants to jump in and make another comment. Uh, Kim is just saying, yes, you are correct. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, another reminder here, you guys, on the CMS mandated disclaimers. So last year it just said we may not offer all the plans in your area, right? And so the disclaimer was updated, and now you have to insert the number of organizations, i.e. insurance companies, uh, that you represent and the number of plans that you represent within those organizations. So I, I think the easiest thing to do to figure out that, that number, and you're going to have to do it by zip code if you're servicing multiple zip codes, is you go to medicare.gov, you put in a zip code, right? Just go to that, I just want to enter, you know, for drugs or whatever. Drugs is probably the easiest one. And enter a zip code and then see what comes up. And it'll it'll show you the carriers and it'll tell you the number of plans. So I think you can just count the carriers. You might have to do that manually, but, uh, but then you can just look right there and it'll tell you how many plans are in that zip code. So we've determined that the majority of, you know, like in the Des Moines area, for example, right? You could probably get that number down. And if you're up in other areas of Iowa, wherever you are in, in your market, um, this is what you're supposed to do. And it's supposed to be on all marketing materials, print materials, uh, TV ads. We're not worried about that, I guess, but any of these that meet the definition of marketing. So most of you are putting it on your email signature line, like at the bottom below your signature, that suffices. Uh, but but if you're not doing it there, then you need to make sure you're doing it. And notice this, provide it verbally within the first minute of a sales call. Um, I know when we just had <clears throat> we just had a, some some client meetings and we just made sure it was on a slide that said, hey, disclaimer. So just protect yourself there to make sure they know. And then obviously contact Medicare.gov or there's the 800 Medicare number uh, to get information on all your options. Normally your clients roll their eyes on this, but it is important that we do use this disclaimer. Okay. <clears throat> Some blue briefings updates. And again, we try to pull out the important stuff for you guys. The PDP members should be getting their ANOC letters soon. What's the ANOC? Remember the annual notification of change. Um, also, Medicare supplement members will be getting their 2024. Um, let's see. Let me, let me come back down here. I just saw a question pop in. Uh, but getting their 2024 premium change notices and the change notices for members include, and let's just double check that one before I go to this next question, uh, but the premier, uh, the premium change notice letter 
and then some of the requirements of like the women's health and cancer rights, information on privacy policies, and the Iowa guaranteed notice. Um, and I think that one probably has to do with when if they're unwinding from uh, from Medicaid as well and or <clears throat> any other information on guaranteed issue uh, notices. Okay. I just want to pop back really quick. There was a question. If we service all of Iowa, which zip codes would you use? <laughs> um, yep, that's a that's a really great question um, because what, what we're understanding that may need to happen is um, <clears throat> populating in the most densely area that you tend to market to, um, that you do represent all, you know, all the plans in Iowa, then, you know, when you look at and maybe do a little sample to make sure you've got everything. And the reason I say this, because as you know, um, if you're in Dubuque, you're going to have medical associates in there. If you're up in Northwest Iowa, you're going to have Avira uh, would be another plan offered by Wellmark, right? So are you including medical associates? Are you including Avira? And I might be missing a couple. So you really have to target the markets that you serve. So I know you guys, a lot of you do market all over the state. And so try to find the one that has the most carriers is all I can probably say is, it's like, look, all across Iowa, but in your area. See, this is where it gets specific that we we may not represent all the products in your area. So I hate to say it, but what we've had to do is if we're marketing to Des Moines, we have one email template. If we're marketing to the Fort Dodge area, we would have one template, right? So it's almost like create your different signature lines maybe with that on it is all I can suggest so that you're as accurate as can be. So nobody can come back and challenge you. You just don't want to use a blanket for everybody when it is different throughout the state because in some counties, it's skinny, right? There's only two carriers in that county um, with 10 plans, right? So, but, but, but that's all that you have. And are there more? I mean, I think you guys are probably doing most of them. So hopefully that helps. I know it's it's a tough one. This, this compliance stuff gets a little wonky. Um, finally, on this slide, the new MedSup application form, uh, we did attach that. So you can see that it's multiple pages. So you want to download it. If you like to have that paper copy, go ahead and download that in the handout section. Otherwise, there's the M number. We should have that also on our website. It's also in the marketing toolkit. These are the updates, again, that came from uh, Blue Briefing. And please, it says here, begin using the updated form effective today. Please don't delay. Let's um, let's use the new MedSup application right away. Old forms will be accepted. It looks like they're until February 1st. And after that, don't you don't want to have to redo it. So because a lot of times you guys will write them in advance. So don't be writing anything too far out. Right. With the old app. Let's get the new app going. All right. Uh, the next thing here is, um, and this was the marketing material, and there was so much on here, you guys, so I just did a quick kind of a screenshot snap of the blue briefing that came out, but um, remember, right, this is now talking about the Wellmark Advantage Health Plan. So yes, beginning Sunday, October 1st, and then enrollments beginning Sunday, October 15th. So those are the earliest enrollment dates. Please don't please don't enroll anybody with dates prior to that, right? Um, but notice that there's a lot of material out there. Um, we may not have everything out on our website that's listed on here, so I wanted you to see some of the form numbers. But, you know, if you have trouble trying to find something, let us know. Majority of what they've got out there, we've got on our website, like the pre-enrollment kit for Medicare Advantage HMO and the pre-enrollment kit for a Medicare Advantage PPO. We would definitely have those out on our website. 
Uh, note to self, Kaylee, if they're not out there, let's make sure those two are out there uh, by this afternoon. Those are the two going to be the two most important ones that you guys would want to download if you don't have the actual kits themselves. And don't forget the, the kit, too, that, that you um, can order on the marketing toolkit to actually get like this a nice kit that you can hand out. So um, there you go. All right. Um, uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> Brenda said, Lynn, make sure you, you make this announcement. This is kind of has came up during fall training and it's kind of a loophole. Now, you know, somebody it, it, we've had loopholes before and they're, they call them a loophole for a reason. Right. It's kind of a way to get to something that maybe wasn't intended. But there's some uh, hoops you need to jump through. It's not like easy peasy piece of cake. So here's the deal. People who can't answer the health questions that are on a plan F and want to go to a plan G to save premium dollars. So what we did determine and confirmed with Marty at Wellmark that a plan F to a high deductible plan G has no underwriting. A plan F, let me say that again, a plan F, now you got to be in the newer pool here, right? Uh, but a plan, it can't be that old, 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 old Medicare plans. But if you're in this, the same, um, new pool, uh, most recent pool that they've had. So a plan F to a high deductible plan G, there is no underwriting. And then they can move to a regular plan G without question, health questions the following year. You guys know, Wellmark says we will allow plan G, um, high deductible G to move to a G with no underwriting. Um, they usually do that once a year. This is not a government mandate. This is Wellmark saying it. They don't commit that they'll do it every year. But so far, they've done it every year and allow that during this time of year, during the uh, kind of the annual election period. Um, so uh, let's see. It looks like somebody, J Justin's lost audio. Is anybody else having issues? Uh, I'm not seeing any other, any other folks that are having audio issues. Can I have somebody just go ahead and weigh in that they can hear me okay? I'm going to pause. Okay. Thank you. Ryan says I can hear you. Okay. All right. Thank you. And yep. And Nicole says and uh, on our team, she can hear me as well. Okay. All righty. Um, sorry about that, Justin. I'm not sure what's happening for you. Um, okay. So hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully that makes sense on the loophole for Medicare supplements. Now they, they are vulnerable for that year for that high deductible G. It's like what, 2,700 bucks or something. Right. Um, so they would move to that with that risk and then move back to a G without health questions. So, okay, just wanted to make sure that you saw that. Thanks, uh, Brenda, for making sure I got that in today's presentation. All right. So the other thing, um, as we move to the, I guess we we jumped into the Medicare space, we're already in it here, uh, but I wanted to, this is part D, so I wanted to make sure, and that, that's a hot link there to the Kaiser Family Foundation article, um, and I know you can't get the hot link until you get the slides, and that'll be, Kaylee is so good about getting those out there. Thanks, Kaylee, um, by today. So you'll have them. But but it's it's a really good article because it explains how are they saying, and, and this came up in Wellmark's training, that in 2024, out-of-pocket costs for most people will be capped at about 3300 And so Brenda and I were questioning that, like, what do they mean? How could that be? Um, and so... This explains how they could, and, and this example they use is generally for folks that are using brand name drugs, because those are the ones that are getting into the donut hole and then getting into catastrophic. So here's the point. The catastrophic coverage on the drug plans is going away in 2024, meaning it's still catastrophic, but the client, the member does not have to pay five, their 5% of the share. 
that 5% is being moved over to the Part D plan um, itself and or the the pharmaceutical, right? We, we, I don't care. I, don't, I, I forget how they said it. It just says it's, it's just moving. Uh, and, and, and so the client will not be responsible for that 5% of the cost of their drugs in the catastrophic phase. So what they're just saying, they've done the math and said, look, if you're on a brand name, maybe you had to meet a deductible, maybe you didn't, then you ended up paying a certain percentage of that um, drug that got you into the coverage gap, right? And then you got out of the coverage gap. Uh, they're saying that because of doing the math roughly, it will be capped. It just will be by doing the math. Again, we're like, okay, I don't know your math, but okay, that's what, and I, it's on the Kaiser Family Foundation and, I, and they're our very trusted resource. So this is good news for a lot of your folks. Um, and this is a year before the actual cap on, on prescription drug costs go into effect next year at $2,000 will be capped. Right? But that's not till 2025. I say the next year, I'm already talking 24, so in 2025. So interesting things coming, and, and I just encourage, like, this is so good for us to stay plugged into because I think it may make our job in evaluating Part D plans a whole lot easier, but let's see what the Part D plans look like. So a year from now, this will be very interesting to see how the Part D plans are um, incorporating this $2,000 out-of-pocket max for 2025. But right now, it's just eliminating the catastrophic 5%. Okay beat that one okay go moving over to the individual market <clears throat> so and i'm just going to check our questions here really quick i'm kind of doing this while we're still with it and everybody says they can still hear me so okay thanks guys all right so in the individual market this is just another reminder if you haven't done it yet it's okay don't forget this starts november 1st right so you've got a little more time here on the individual marketplace but uh jump into health sherpa and if you need an account reach out to us we'll help you get set up but get your two free CEs. Why wouldn't you? And do it right through Health Sherpa. I guess that's what I did. It was super simple. Um, that's all you need. There's no other carrier training that you need to do. Get your certification through Health Sherpa, and you're ready to rock and roll. As long as you're appointed with Wellmark, Oscar, Medica, you are good to rock and roll in the in the individual market for 2024 plans. Uh, and then the other point that I wanted to make here is this whole consumer consent documentation. As I've been talking about for the last several months that CMS is now kind of making sure that we in the individual market have the concurrence of the client. Remember last year, at least it was, hey, just know that I'm going to get some of your uh, protected health information or your personally identified information, right? I'm going to get your PII, your PHI, and I'm going to get it. So sign here. Well, now they're incorporating this. Oh, and I understand that you're going to perhaps apply for and enroll me in a marketplace plan and we need to have them sign something that is giving you consent do you remember through health sherpa it just says do you have their uh, agreement to you know their uh, approval to act on their behalf you click a box it's easy peasy well that was last year this year yeah you click the box but then it's going to say do you have their consent so look at this you guys on the next one it says um okay well there's the health sherpa now it will include the consent form if you do an electronic link and the customer is automatically enrolling then they're kind of look you don't need to do it they're doing it saying hey you're doing this and and it through the auto enroll process and you'll you'll be able to see their uh pii that's cool that's all electronic but i'm going to flip to this next one we you get to the end and some of us have seen this already it just happened to me too um it's like okay you're at the end it's like oh did you get consent 
Oh, did you? You clicked that box, but how do you get, how did you get the consent? <laughs> uh, oh, do you want to upload upload that to put it in your health Sherpa file? Do you uh, do you just want to say oh, I've already got proof and it's in my own records, um, or do you want to upload the consent file later? So they're reminding you you need to have consent. So this is a good little thing at the end of your enrollment. Uh, is very very good. Um, so know that that's coming. And then uh, Brenda and team shout out right, Brenda, Melanie, the whole individual team at KHI tried to come up with something that would be easy for us and you guys, right? So we tried to put everything into one form around, hey, I'm gonna deal with your uh, your PII, right? But I'm also asking for your blessing that I'm gonna know and uh, about your uh, income and all your details, because I'm gonna actually help you apply and enroll in a health plan. So we boiled it down, I think, right, team? <laughs> we boiled it down to one page, um, and there it is. So that I did attach as well for you. But there's also on our website, um, we've got a bunch of handouts. And um, so I'm going to get to that in just a second. I don't see if there's anything else here. I think that's, again, the form just pop off the KHI. I think it's just a Word doc, if I remember right. This might might be a, a PDF, but we can get, if you guys, hopefully you can convert it into Word and then just pop our logo off of there and pop yours onto there. Uh, but there you go, right? And then here's here's the big stuff. And this was, um, again, Brenda <laughs> um, was so, we were all, but Brenda, thank you for leading the charge. Uh, we're just very frustrated with the letters that Wellmark sent out last year. And I think you guys shared our frustration. And so we gave them feedback and said, please change the wording because what it, what it leads the client to believe is, oh, here's what my new rate's going to be. That looks good. I don't need to do anything. And then all of a sudden, it could happen if they don't, you know, do anything. Then all of a sudden, right, they get their bill in January, and it's different. Um, why? Because we know that Walmart uses the old tax tables. They haven't applied the new 2024 tax tables yet, and so you really need to go into Health Sherpa on November one or later through January 15th. Remember, that is our window now in the individual market. It's November 1 to January 15th. But remember, if you don't get it in by December 15th, you'll 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 push out that effective date. You won't get an effective date until Feb 1. So you'll be stuck in whatever plan you're rolling into for one month and then you'll be able to switch in February. So, um, but anyway, notice here that they're saying that, that here's your estimated monthly premium. So we were happy about that, right, Brenda? Um, we were happy about that, but we were not so tickled about your plan will automatically renew. So we're concerned that they might think they don't need to do anything. So we are being very proactive and we have handouts for you. Um, we did attach a couple of handouts um, for you to take a look at. I think they're the letters that, that are going out so you can see that. Um, but there are resources, you guys, at KHI Agents. I want to review that with you really quick. So here's kind of a copy of a couple of the letters. Look at that right on there. Your plan will automatically renew. It's like, oh, okay. Reach out to your agent. How about that one, right? Um, but you guys reach out to them proactively. Just know that these renewal letters are going. They are attached. So you can download them and see. One is a sample of an ACA, and the other one is a sample of the grandmother, grandfather. So you can kind of see the difference there. Um, and because obviously one of them has subsidies and the other one doesn't. Um, so they're they're pretty good on yep if your grandmother grandfather this is your rate right um but the subsidy ones are are frustrating so that's the, the longer one there on the left is the ACA one so but you can download those now check this out this is uh, again uh, additional information we have for you if you have interest in reaching out just like we do for our 
Medicare clients, right, that have PDP or MAPD, if we reach out to do a review with them every year, um, we're just recommending that you do the same thing for Marketplace. So we have a Marketplace letter. So what we're showing you here is the individual form templates, how you can go into the individual market tab on the, on the KHI agent portal, and then go down there into the bottom corner where the red, uh, the red lines are around the box. You can see there's that broker consent form. Um, we've got a new marketplace eligibility application. You can use this to document um, with the broker consent form and then review the eligibility application. Uh, anytime you get updated information for an application uh, or why you need it, right? And then um, also the marketplace review letter. So, hey, we'd like to do a review. There's that marketplace review letter you can send out. Um, have them sign it, return it. You can get a lot of this buttoned up before you actually are with them on the phone or face-to-face. -face. Um, okay, and then, so you can just see there on the homepage, click individual solutions, and then on the next page, click templates and um, uh, compliance there. All right, good stuff, really good stuff. I'm just going to check our questions here uh, real quick. Um, and uh, audio keeps cutting out. All right, I apologize for that. Um, okay, hopefully you can, between re hearing, I guess, seeing the slide and, and hearing me, we can get through this thing. I, I've, I've had some internet issues. So, um, okay, on the Wellmark 2024 um, ACA rate filing, I talked about this already last month. And, okay, and somebody else is saying they're not having any audio issues. Okay. So um, they talk, we talked about this last month with the rate decrease. So, so it's just a reminder, you guys, because if you're talking to folks now, I know a lot of them, I'm doing like an ACA quote right now for somebody, right, that, that just lost coverage. They turned 26. I had a little gal call. And uh, so I was visiting with her. And I'm giving her the rate. Uh, but the good news is when I tell them, hey, don't forget, then I need to reevaluate this for January 1 because these rates are changing. Good news is they should be going down, right? If, if they stay with the Wellmark plan that, that we're enrolling in, or uh, I know Oscar and Medica each had uh, some impact on their rates as well. So just kind of note to self on that. And then in addition, um, the last one here, I think with Wellmark on their grandmothered and grandfathered plans. Um, and just notice that slight rate increases on those plans as well. And we're seeing this base erode. Obviously this book of business erode and, and people are moving over to the ACA plans, but just to note that's what's happening there on those uh, those rates. Okay, and then the individual contract change form or an update for grandfathered and pre-ACA non-grandfathered plans. So if there is a contract change um, that needs to happen, there's the new form. Uh, it has been updated. It's on the marketing toolkit. I'm guessing we have that out on our website. Again, again, they're saying, please, using that form effective today. Um, and again, outdated forms will be accepted until February 1, and then uh, after that, forget it. So. Um, let's make sure, and I hope you guys are taking some notes here, like Kaylee, um, uh, Erica, Tricia, that those of you that kind of help support getting the right forms updated on our website, that these are all there. Okay. And then now moving over into the enrollment materials. So there's your health plan resource guide. We went through some of this in fall training as well. Um, this is for Wellmark again. Um, there are the end numbers there. And uh, again, some of those are more client facing. Some might be a more agent uh, guide type material. So you can check those out. And then there's the Farm Bureau plans as well. I know they're, they're, they're not probably big, but, you know, we still have those as an option for those that can go through medical underwriting and maybe and don't qualify, don't qualify for a subsidy or don't want to take a subsidy. OK. Um, and then a good reminder, uh, Coran and I ran into this and just a, a good reminder. And sometimes 
we forget this, or maybe you think, well, I don't serve the Native American um, or Alaskan Native population, but you'd be surprised. I mean, um, we do have uh, those folks in, in Iowa for sure. And so don't forget that members of federally recognized tribes can enroll in a marketplace plan at any time uh, for coverage in 2023, and I'm sure that's rolling over into 2024. Uh, once enrolled in a plan, then you can change those plans once a month. So they can enroll anytime and change their plan anytime um, monthly, right? Um, so there you go. And also enroll in coverage next year during open enrollment for next year during open enrollment. So a lot of good things there gives them a kind of that special enrollment period, if you will. Um, okay. And then here's our jumping into Iowa workforce numbers. They've updated their website. It's pretty cool, actually. Um, so my stats are going to look a little bit different here, but I found it just just amazing. Right here in Iowa, we have over 66,000 current job openings in the state of Iowa. Um, here's our unemployment statistics. We have our unemployment right now through August is at 2.9%. And you'll notice that we've got over 11,000 unemployment recipients. Um, that, that they're the ones that are that, that are getting unemployment benefits. They are unemployed. And so how can we make sure we fit people into the right jobs? And I know in our market, like not everybody is fit for our market um, in the insurance industry. Um, but I look at the initial claims is interesting because that's how many new people uh, filed for the first time. So the difference between the two is who's still on unemployment, right? So you've got another 3,000 roughly on unemployment, but an 8,000 initial claims um, were filed in the month of August. So interesting what goes on in our state, but it also is seasonal as well, right? Um, so just found those numbers interesting and hopefully helpful for us as we continue to try to offer very competitive employee benefit plans for our employers to help them retain their people. All right, so a couple federal updates and then we'll wrap it up with some questions. and. Uh, so I wanted to make sure you guys were aware of kind of what's happening a little bit in Washington. So on October 1st, um, of course, the president signed H.R. 5860, which was basically preventing a government shutdown. If you remember, there's omnibus bills that need to go through that really have to do with um, running our government and paying our bills. Um, so it's approving uh, really the budget. Right. Um, and so what's interesting here is. Um, although, notice the president's remarks that although a budget agreement was reached months ago, House Republicans made a last minute push for spending cuts, derailing the original agreement. So hang on to that thought, <laughs> because as you know, Republicans control the House, uh, Democrats control the Senate and the presidency, of course. But notice this, okay? The bill extends government funding through November 17th. All right, let's go to the next slide. <laughs> There's chaos in D.C., right? Um, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, um, there was, I would say, and this is from a news source calling this somewhat of a conservative revolt that brought down the Republican leader of the House of Representatives. It's left the chamber in a state of paralysis. And what do we mean by that? Literally, nothing can be voted on without a speaker. So with the government due to run out of funding again on November 18th, and major issues like support for Ukraine. How about anything else to do in the Middle East? <laughs> well, uh, it, voting on anything else, um, goodness sakes, Republicans can accomplish little. And actually, the whole government, you guys, can accomplish very little until they agree on a new speaker. So maybe some of you have seen some of this going on. And it's just, I don't know about you, but I get frustrated. We are paying these people. Work together. Figure it out. Take care of the, the people, 
<laughs> okay. Um, and many of you know, I was just in Gettysburg, and to hear Lincoln's Gettysburg Address, we are a government by the people, for the people, of the people, seriously? Okay, they're not acting like it in D.C., in my opinion. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox. All right. Questions and comments. Um, this is the time to take them. I'm going to click over here to our question box. And um, just another comment here of interesting how labor rates skyrocketing for medical facilities and somehow the uh, rates are going down. Labor rates are skyrocketing for medical. Yes, yes, yes. And rates are going down. So, yeah, just kind of talking about premiums going down when rates are going up. Right. Um, kind of. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yep, and don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> so any other questions or comments around the presentation today? Anything else? Not, not seeing any. All right, well, I'll give you the question for the, for the month then. Here it comes. Uh, let me get it clicked over here. What Iowa town boasts a world-famous German restaurant? What Iowa town boasts a world-famous German restaurant? <clears throat> and, oh, I got some of you guys. It's in eastern Iowa, right? Yes, it is the Mana Colonies and the Oxyokian. And I will tell you, we have all came in right at the same time. So, Kaylee, we're going to be generous this month. Write these down, please. We have Jeff Mark, Scott Schroeder, Laurel Mark. Okay, Jeff and Laurel, you're going to share one. Thank you. <laughs> So Jeff and Laurel get a 25, uh, Scott gets one, Justin gets one, and Bean gets one. Um, I probably shouldn't have done that because you guys might be in two different locations, but um, all right, we'll give you both one. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, Laurel says happy to share. All right. Well, you're right, and I've eaten there before. It's it's wonderful. So goodness sakes, you guys, um, account your blessings. Um, be thankful, so thankful, right, for for peace here in the United States, um, but be cautious, right? And be be on alert. Um, we're in strange times. Be prayerful um, would be what I would say as well. And just know how much we just care for you guys so much. And we thank you. I pray for you. And uh, yeah, seriously, if you have anything else, just reach out. And uh, yep, oh, Wiener Schnitzel is awesome. Okay, there you go. Go get Wiener Schnitzel at the Oxyokian. <laughs> All right. Well, God bless you guys. Take good care and keep you know hanging in there during fourth quarter and let us know how we can help. All right. Take care. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye-bye.